Blog Talk Radio. Boxing, 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 boxing. Tune into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. Outsiders. Boxing Podcast coming to you live January 31st, 2021. First show of the new year, probably. I don't know. It's been a while, but we're back. Back by popular demand. Not going to take JP's green eggs and ham. None of that stuff. But um, nonetheless, it's uh, 10 o'clock in the morning here on the West Coast. And um, it's a nice morning so far. Um. Still shaking the cobwebs, processing everything that's going on right now in the sports world from what happened in the last 24 hours to what's happened, you know, recently throughout the week leading up until this day. Um, but, yeah, man, it's been a little while. Good to be back in the captain's seat. Uh, I wouldn't say as a hiatus or a sabbatical or nothing like that. It's just um, – yeah, man. I mean, sometimes, you know, sometimes Big RC looks looks up the street and he can see where other paths have either went or wandered off. And, you know, I'm just kicking it at the bus stop for this particular point in time, hypothetically speaking, in some sort of weird analogy that probably doesn't make any sense to any of you right now. But for me, it does. So that's all that matters. Um. <clears throat> But just having my uh, my cup of coffee. I mean, who the fuck am I pulling? It's the energy drink. I'm I'm drinking the Red Bull right now. Um, hopefully, I'm coming clear and direct to you guys right now. Doesn't sound so well, and uh, sometimes the speaker doesn't pick up as well as I I'd like it to do. But um, you know, right now I think I, I think everything should be just fine. Uh, got me a new cellular device that is. Um, Making me very happy, you know, at this particular point in time. I haven't charged it for like a whole day and a half now. Battery's still at 56%. We good right now. Everything's all good. Um, but what's going on, man? It's been a little while since we talked to you guys. Um, 31st of January already. Hope you guys had a whole good new year with all that good stuff. Uh, got a couple things today that we're going to talk about. Um, and, yes, in the description of the show, Excuse me. There will be football talk. We'll be talking about the Super Bowl, the back end, and the fourth quarter, so to speak. Um, we're going to talk about um, some of the fights that we've seen yesterday and uh, some of the performances that were, you know, taking the show yesterday. Shout out to my, shout out to my my dog, man, Carmen Vargas, out there in Houston, Texas, taking a drive out, picking up a dub yesterday, celebrating with the team this morning. Picked up a little ring and all that good stuff. Big salute. Big salute. You already know. Um, shout out to Rocky, too. So, uh, 
yeah, man, we're going to talk about some of the things that happened yesterday. Uh, Michael Coffey yesterday had a pretty cool knockout. Um, headline in that event was Caleb Truax or Caleb Plant. <laughs> and Kim Truex, I'm, I'm tripping right now. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about that. What's next? Because uh, there's guys talking. There's guys talking. I mean, um, I was talking about a good plan is yesterday to people who didn't know. You know, out, you know, guys not in the loop. Um, and it was kind of a performance. It was a really good performance by Plant for sure. But yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't know, not really too much for me, but we got guys like David Benavidez posting yesterday saying, can we make this happen in 2021, or are you going to keep hiding like a little bitch at Caleb Plant? Let's get the fans what they want to see. So David Benavidez tossing his name in the hat. <clears throat> I'd love to see it. Probably doubt it happens, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to talk about that. <clears throat> we're going to talk about Manny Pacquiao being considered a champion at recess whatever the fuck that means. And uh, Yudonis Unga getting uh, elevated to the regular champion status, which is kind of strange, but it's boxing. Everything's strange in this, this sport. This sacred sport, you know? Um, <clears throat> as soon as he gets elevated, you got Earl Spence uh, coming out tweeting, and then Unga saying, let's give the fans what they want to see, unification. Da-da-da-da. Sounds great. A little reward type of thing for Earl Spence, but I think it'll be just fine. But some people are considering, um, some people are considering it to be, uh, you know, a, a, a Bud Crawford um, duck. <clears throat> My dude, uh, boxing tradition on IG over with the Boxing Boys family posted me uh, posted a, a uh, survey yesterday that I've seen. Uh, Spence won the unification fight with Ugo. Is this considered ducking Crawford? Shout out to the guys over at the Boxing Boys. I have plans in low places. <laughs> you know, we all do, right? Whatever. <clears throat> so we'll talk about that. And then uh, we'll be talking about a Super Bowl preview coming up. Not sure if uh, <clears throat> people put their – or if everything's been processed throughout from last week. We'll be able to make a, a prediction today. But, you know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll get to it all. We'll get to it all. Uh, but, yeah, for sure, man, it's good to be back here. Vocal cords still ready to rock and roll. Um, yeah, I'm up I'm up early and at it, man, so I'm ready to get to it. So uh, without further ado, you know, ladies and gentlemen, coming from Houston, Texas, let's see what's good with my man, Willa the King. What's going on, Willa? Good morning, good afternoon to you, my friend. What's going down? Yo, 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 what's happening? What's happening? Good afternoon, man. Uh, another beautiful day out here in Houston, Texas. First out, shout out to RC. Had a secret party last night. We ain't going to say exactly what kind of party it is, but he's in for, it's not a rude awakening, but he's in for something me and JP know a lot about. But, uh, yeah, congratulations to my man, uh, Roy Sorelio, um, on that part, man. Uh, glad we're finally yeah, here. You. 2021, you know, RC's been at the bus stop. We've been at the other bus stop waiting for him, wondering what the hell's been going on. But he's still alive. We're back. name of the show is uh, We're Not Dead. We're not dead, folks. You know, we just took a little 
took a little hiatus for a little bit, you know. I think we're 200 episodes in, maybe like 150, 180 episodes in, something like that. Um, so, you know, took a little rest, get rejuvenated, come back. Missed a lot of boxing talk. My man missed the, missed the opportunity to play one of my favorite Mexican jams, the Beep song, when Canelo did his work against that UK trash out there. Um, you know, I don't even know if we talked about the Tiafimo Lopez upset. Um, you know, yeah, I don't know. Crawford. If about I mean, I know we talked about the Spence fight uh, that I went to. I think we did. Did we go? Did we talk about it? I'm not sure. I have no idea. It's I'm been a sure. while. <laughs> it's been you a know, while. I think we might have. We, we we I think we might have, man. But yeah, glad to be back to talk about it, man. We get to talk a little. A little football at the end. Hopefully we'll be, you know, uh, doing a little more this year, 2021. I know we say that all the time, but, you know, maybe combining, you know, the Relatively Fat and Black podcast, pull that over, have some kind of network we're going to try to do over here, get JP in there, have a heavy-handed edition over here on this side so we have a little more comp- – uh, not even on this side, down the middle. This ain't – it ain't no side, so – Gonna try to combine, see what we can do, man. Have a little more content, even though I think uh, the relatively fat and black podcast has been on hiatus longer than ours is. So we don't even know if that's still going. JP might be lazier than RC, but who knows? There, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell, man. But hey, we're gonna be on there this year, 2021. We're gonna see what's going on, and uh, yeah, man. Got started off with some uh, whack ass boxing. Very disappointed in my man Plant, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about that, man. So yeah, yeah. And just so people are like trying to figure out what we're talking about, we're gonna we don't want to like just corner ourselves into a wall with boxing because we all like basketball, we like football and shit like that. So we just want to extend some branches out as far as networking goes within this. But I still want it to be boxing-centric because boxing is a sacred podcast. And we are coming from a uh, a podcast that was like, it was very hot back in the day. Me and Simon were talking about it the other day. You know, um, on the grind boxing we came from was it probably was a top-ranked ship. You know, when top-ranking Manny Pacquiao and the wild card gym was on top of the world, that show was, was hot as fuck for a while. And then... Just like the top ranked wild card gym, as soon as that fell, the wheels fell off everything. So um, we don't want that to happen, and we're not going to let that happen. So we're going to continue to keep this thing boxing around here because I know that's what a lot of people want to hear about. Because let's face it, folks, when people talk about boxing in a different light, <clears throat> can't really can't really get to this nonsense, man. Like it, it's it's just it's just not the way to go about it. So. Um, you hear guys like Skip and Shannon talk about the fight game. Um, and, you know, they don't even know something so simple as a pool counter. So you don't want to listen to things like that as far as, like, not doing boxing at all. So we're just going to have some branches extended out. And, um, you know, I don't know if we're going to combine shows or nothing like that, but we're definitely going to be talking about all sports, you know, Um and this just going to how it's going to be going on moving forward. We're definitely going to have a lot more going on. So that's pretty much what's going on. Uh, and we'll figure out 
all the logistics of everything moving forward, if there's going to be some sort of rebranding or something like that, but we'll get it done one way or another. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know about the, <laughs> I don't know about the, me being more lazy than JP or something like that. Well, he's crazy, man. He might, he might be sipping top of the morning over there in Texas or whatever, but you know, <clears throat> it's all good. It's all good. We back in, and now it's uh, time to get this thing rolling. I mean, I wish we had better fights to talk about from yesterday, but, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes guys uh, either excel in this no-fan era or, you know, they look like, uh, you know, just a regular schmegler. So, um, we'll get back. And LC is on. LC, Lazy Coon, a.k.a. A.K.A. J.P. A.K.A. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Host the Family Defend yourself over here right now. Willis on a roll this morning. Take it to Southern California. See what's going on with J.P. J.P. Top of the morning to you, man. The host of the Relatively Fat Black Podcast. What's up? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. How's my audio? Um, you sound like uh, sort of loud. Okay, let me get off this shit. Yeah, last time you were hounding me for the Bluetooth, so I got some get back for you. Yeah, that's the Bluetooth. He <laughs> uh, got that after no, You know, it's, it's early over here. I'm just uh, rolling out of bed. I'm going to get some coffee together. But uh, the hiatus has been due to um, disappointment. You know, I, I go out there and create that podcast gold, and then I come back and listen, and it sounds like shit. You know, and uh, that just has really been discouraging for me. The the sound quality, the old heavy edition, heavy-handed edition is producing. Man, I'm in the garage. I'm too far away from the router. I gotta have a better setup. So I just, you know, been really discouraged because you know the the sound quality has been so terrible. But I just never know while I'm doing it. I don't know until I listen back, and I'm like, God damn, two hours of great content down the drain. Yeah, so, that's always a that's always a cook in the gut, man. I feel you that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's been going on. But so that's why we laying off over there, man. But yeah, we're gonna merge this thing. We're gonna have the uh Outsiders Podcast Network and we're gonna bring it all in house, man. And we uh you know, we're gonna turn it up in twenty one. We're gonna come together and Voltron this thing for the younger cats as Power Rangers for, for us cats a little longer in the tooth, we still remember Voltron. But um, boxing has done a lot since we've talked to grind the shit out of my gears. I've been pissed. I'm just an angry boxing fan. I mean, we can go from the 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 antics of Tiafimo Lopez, the clout chasing and capping of Ryan Garcia, the inactivity and bullshit of Manny Pacquiao, to Canelo with his continual. Um, just rampage at this point of fighting people we do not care about, and um, and it seems to be continuing. So boxing continues yeah. to shoot itself, continues to shoot itself in the foot. Baby born with a black eye that can't be fixed or killed. Um, the great Larry Merchant said something that's not that's not verbatim, bit of a paraphrase, but yeah, boxing doing what boxing does, man, shooting itself in the foot and saying fuck you, pay me. And, you know, I'm, I am always got my wallet out for it. This, you know, 
boxing does that to you at some points. But, you know, I'm just really looking to see what we get good. I, I don't see, you know, anything good coming down the line. I'm hearing talks of this, talks of that. Everything seems to be in the air at this point. Nothing's definite. I mean, we have Deontay Eggweight Wilder. Um, he's still out there in limbo. We don't know if Pacquiao is even fighting. Canelo is just, you know, our, our torchbearer, our pay-per-view, our, our guy, the guy who took the, the torch that came from De La Hoya, the torch that came from Floyd Mayweather, passed to Manny Pacquiao, and he's done nothing but bury that torch in the sand. You know what I mean? But uh, just no, pissed, no, with we don't. pissed with boxing as of late, man. You know, I think Canelo got Euro's drum up next or some another person we don't care about. So, but but we did get an yep. innuendo. We did get an innuendo of why Canelo has seemingly settled in the 168-pound division. And Caleb Plant let us in on that last night. I don't know how many people caught it. He said, I want to be the first ever undisputed 68-pounder. So that means there's never been an undisputed 68. And we all know clout-chasing, belt-catching Canelo He's probably going for that clout. Oh, so we can say, well, first ever undisputed at 168 pounds. That's what he's. That's probably what we're going for. Seems typical. Seems um, about par for the course. So, man, I'm just bitter and pissed and mad, and you know, let's get to it, man. Yeah, and I'm pretty yeah. sure Larry Merchant wasn't talking about killing no babies. I don't know what the hell. What the JP was talking about a baby that gave me kids. Hey, we ain't talking about the uh, you, you missed man. it. Pre birth abortion. See, that's the that's the yeah. country in you, Willa. You, the, the country in you wouldn't allow you to understand the adage, man. <laughs> Your country boy. Yeah. Your country boy. <laughs> yeah, baby baby that can't get killed. Yeah, yeah. We oh, but that country grammar out there, man. Yeah. We pro life out there though. <laughs> Hey, but oh, I, I hear you though, man. I, I feel like we all got something to gripe about in boxing, and it all starts with the so-called face of this goddamn business and Canelo fighting. Yeah. Oh, let's not forget about El Ray's excellent, excellent body shot. So, what's my name? Josh Taylor. What's that? Who who got that body shot? Ooh, ooh. That boy's on the way. On the way, El Ray. We know we're talking about Ron Garcia. On the JP tried to, on his way to superstardom, man. You know that that torch that JP was talking about, from De La Hoya to Floyd to Canelo, it wasn't Manny. From Floyd to Canelo, then the next one will be El Rey. I mean, it's written. A boy put put the haters to sleep. Like JP, JP picked Josh Taylor, I think. Put the haters to Who sleep. Who are you talking about? What was his name? Not Josh yeah, Taylor. Yeah, talking about Luke Campbell. Uh, Luke Campbell. Luke Campbell. Yeah, one of one of those UK bums. Yeah, took him out just like uh just like Big Bro Canelo did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you picked Luke Campbell. God. He went to sleep. Ooh, couldn't breathe. Got that uh, Hopkins De La Hoya treatment. Ooh, well, you do that. Wow, Luke can't do Campbell. Yeah, but you picked Luke Campbell to win. That's what's funny. <laughs> Nobody picked Luke yeah. Campbell. Wow, Luke <laughs> yeah, Campbell. You did. Come on. You picked Luke Campbell to win. That's what's funny. Now it's wild Luke Campbell. Come on, man. Stop it. Somebody that never been stopped. El Ray did that. Willa is definitely the, the perversion of the sport, man. 
You are part perversion. of the problem. So you, you, perversion. You are you per, a Canelo perversion. fan, and you celebrate. You play that goddamn techno Mexican Mexican techno song he plays when he beats up nobodies, and when he <laughs> goes to Subway and gets a sandwich maker. So, and you play the so damn a song. Champion, so the champion. I, know, I don't nobody. like that. I was a champion of nobody. I don't get it. Hey, calm down, man. Kima here, y'all hating on hating on El Ray too. I, you know, hey, I don't know what's going on with you. Is this racism? I, I hear. You know, I'm just talking about Mexican because you know me. I keep it. I, I I love all races, creeds, and colors. And we got guys like you hating on Mexicans. That's a damn thing. <laughs> get it together, y'all. Y'all both in California. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Get it together out there. I thought that was my game. Hey, I, I, I did go to Texas. You know I was out there, Will. I didn't get up with you, but I always tell you, Will. Oh, dude, I know you out there. I'm not sure. Will sure. was trying to get up with me, and I was on some old man flake shit. But, um, no, the Mexicans Will, out there Will are trying to do that cool. same part. There are cooler Mexicans. Clubs. I'm telling you, the Mexicans in Texas are different than these California Mexicans. Them ones out there seem like they've been listening to uh, – Houston type music, chopped and screwed and shit. They got a different feel to them. South Park Mexicans. The ones... Yeah, they, they're all South Park Mexicans, though. So. Now I don't know what that means. But <laughs> he's a rapper. You don't know who SPM is, dog. No. You know who South Park Mexican is, dog. Come on, dog. Get out of here, dog. Yeah, that's the most Mexican Texas rapper I've ever in, heard in my life. The boys in prison for getting a fourteen-year-old impregnated, dog. Oh, he shout out to SPM. But she was at the strip club. He took her home. She was a stripper. So he took her home, dog. A 14-year-old dog? Now, I ain't never 14 seen a 14-year-old I thought was wrong. Uh, if you was on that cocaine and ecstasy, you never know what you're going to think, dog. You don't think that a stripper is going to be 14, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. So, uh... Well, yeah, so, yeah, man, we gonna dig into this, to this Canelo man, into this Ryan Garcia because Ryan Garcia is potentially taking the, per- the perversion of the sport to the next level. Canelo, I-, I told y'all, I told y'all, so I was the only one on here screaming. This nigga signing this ten fight deal is complete BS. And what have we gotten with it? BS. Championship fight, championship fight. Man, I'm telling you, boy, he's willing to pervert the sport, take these bullshit-ass fights, jump here to there to there to there. You know, it's just been terrible, man. And Ryan Garcia, he about to bring YouTubers into the shit. You know, I mean, it's it's going to get bad, man. We can't allow this. But I'm an old get-off-my-line type of guy. Some people are welcoming this news. And I'm and I'm definitely not, man. I, and the Ryan Garcia thing before we dive too deep should not even be in any conversation revolving Manny Pacquiao. What does he deserve to get a bag hey. for? Why? Why? Hey. Not champion at real. Having morals. That's having morals. Hey, y'all here? Y'all here, JP out there? Hey, we work quiet hard down out there. I want a soundboard over here too. I want a soundboard. Goddamn <laughs> yeah, now he want a soundboard. <laughs> get out of here. Hey, get, hey, stop hating, dog. Get some self-respect. Y'all here hating on the king, oh, the two kings, Canelo doing nothing but getting belt after belt, different weight oh, classes. Telling you, 
things that ain't been done before. Now he's looking to be the first undisputed at one one sixty eight. We saw he whooped the hell out of Caleb Plant, man. But yeah, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that. Caleb Plant. I used to think he was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I try to tell you about that boy, man, but yeah, uh, we got fine with us right now, or because um, I'm sure you know. No, Tom. Tom ain't in right now. Okay, all right. Well, let's get straight to it then. Slime and Simon. Okay. Yeah, well, let's get to it then. So yesterday, Caleb Plant went over at against Caleb Truax top of the PBC event last night, which I thought would have been a more entertaining fight. They should have threw the tally in a long time before that got even close to the last round. But I mean, hey. What can we say? Caleb Plant looked sharp, looked good. Did what you're supposed to as far as getting your punches and bunches and not getting hit. But with that kind of performance, is that someone that we're looking forward to just throw in there with Canelo Alvarez? I mean, I don't know. I don't see how, you know, someone could get up for that when you see him with, you know, just this different level, man, some different level. But nonetheless, you know, Truex, he still lives off that upset of James Miguel, which was, you know, I don't know, however you take it. Could have been fool's gold of a of an upset, but nonetheless, he still, you know, was able to live off that. They could still bring him up and uh, have him in some of these events like so. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, hey, it was a good performance. Caleb Plant looked very good, looked sharp, banged when he needed to. And uh, Truax, a tough, a tough um, customer getting in there, man. I mean, there was times where he was willing to exchange and even landed a couple shots in, inside the phone booth with Caleb Plant. But um, ultimately, Plant was fine, took care of business. I can't remember the punch count that was that was added on there or that was, I believe, going into the 11th round or so forth. Somewhere around there was like at least like 200 punches or 150 punches landed compared to 30 or something like that. It was just completely lopsided. But, um, <clears throat> Willow, what is your take on the performance of Caleb Plant and what this guy's got moving forward after um, getting himself, quote-unquote, cachet after a uh, one-sided victory yesterday? Uh, I say Jan. You know, Caleb Plant got his style from John B., a white boy with swag. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I thought I liked him. Thought I felt him. Forgot I was wondering why the hell he was on Fox primetime. You know, we're talking about perversion of the sport. Perversion of the sport is when you put fights like this on primetime Fox on a Saturday night. Nobody wants to see this shit. I know they're trying to push the white guy, the Travis Kelsey of boxing. And, you know, I was I was interested in him. After this fight, I lost a little interest, man. You know, he's got Caleb Truex, like you said, he got got that big victory over James Miguel probably like two or three years ago. Uh, they're still putting him out there. I, this was a showcase. And when showcase happens, you know how I like to grade them. I grade showcases right down the line, same time every time. If you don't sleep your showcase, you get an F. And you got a guy like Truex out there. You're supposed to showcase your skills, your power. You know, you're out there moving around, you know, dancing, trying to be uh, Floyd Mayweather in there. I don't want to see that from no 168-pound man that's bigger than that's, – that's fighting a little guy in there. He's supposed to knock him out. He didn't do it. 
if that was Canelo, he would have slept Truex early, probably with some kind of body shot, not even a sleeper. He would have he would have gave him a body shot. We know how Canelo does. Uh, Plant don't want to see Benavidez. He looks like he's more interested in doing the defensive thing. And when you're when you're that big, nobody wants to see that. So, you know, F minus for me. You know, did he look horrible? No, he didn't look F-. horrible. F minus. But but this was a showcase. And what did he showcase us? That he couldn't knock out a guy that's been knocked out before. And he's supposed to be undefeated. He's supposed to be the next guy up. You know, he's supposed to be the next big big thing. He's on Fox prime time. You know, Fox prime time. We want to see sleepers. We want to see somebody go to sleep like R.C.'s boy did last Saturday, Conor McGregor. We want to see stuff like that, man. So, you know. Oh, wait. Hey, F-minus for Caleb Plant. He's got to do better. He lost his Canelo fight just like that. Wow. And for the record, ladies and gentlemen, Conor McGregor is not my boy. So, I don't know. Well, it's just on one today, J.P. He's just throwing some, some fake news out there, as one guy used to say around this, around this part of the state. But, hey, it is what it is. I was never big on Caleb Plant like that. But the whole, uh, I guess I could agree with the evasive strategy instead of going out there and being, letting the meat cleavers go or something like that. Um, Yeah, I wasn't really for all yesterday, but, you know, hey, get in there and get out with a, with a, with a clear head and a fat sack of cash. That's the goal, right? So. Caleb Caleb Plant definitely made that happen. But I I, I agree, you know, 100%. If it was Canelo in there with a guy like Caleb Truax, he probably wouldn't even make it into the third round or something like that. So did he lose the Canelo fight? Probably. But good thing for him is we still have some competitors, like I mentioned earlier, with the post from David Benavidez who want that smoke. So it would be very entertaining. But, JP, I take it to you, my friend. What do you think about the performance yesterday by Caleb Plant and what – moving ahead for um, who he can fight in the near future, whether it be a Canelo fight that he's looking for or if it's someone like uh, some of these other top contenders he can mix with, like David Benavides. Well, first of all, losing a Canelo fight is just laughable because there's no way to actually earn one. No one knows how you do that. Um, secondly, man, very typical. I'm not I'm not surprised. I've, I've made my circles around the boxing community. And I see one thing with my brothers um, when it comes to the white king, Caleb Plant. They seem to be intimidated by him. You know, his 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 hair is better than theirs. His fade is better than theirs. His his black woman looks better than theirs. And um, oh. they 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 seem to be mad at the white king, Caleb Plant. I don't know why. The sweet hands, maybe because his hands are sweeter than theirs than all these other niggas. You know what I mean, man? So um, it comes with a, a high standard and harsh criticism, whereas, you know, the people will give others passes in the same breath for nothing. Um, would Canelo have knocked out Caleb Truex with a left hook to the body? Probably so. Um, Caleb Truex style um, is more tailor-made for Canelo style. Canelo and um, Caleb Plant have a completely different style, so that, to me, doesn't mean that much. Um I thought um, Caleb fought really good. Um, he obviously uh, hurt his hand about, well, I'd say, the fifth round where you stop seeing any right hands. So with that said, when you're 
I said the fight should have been stopped. What I tell you guys on the infamous chat about the sixth, seventh round, because at that point, dude, it was clear that Caleb Truax was would be lucky to even land a punch, and even if he landed a punch, it wouldn't have any effect on Plant, and he was just getting the shit beat out of him. Probably had his no. Hey, let's get this guy out of here, dog. Hey, come on, man. Hold <laughs> on, oh, no. let me turn this off. <laughs> people, all white people ain't bad. <laughs> all white people ain't bad. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Wow, man. man. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's the funniest one. one over there. That one is funny, man. I tell you that <laughs> one there. Um, <laughs> but no, nah, man. Uh, shit. Please, I, I, no. Beat the shit out of him with one hand. Fight should have been stopped, man. He just Caleb Truax just showed he could get his ass whooped really good and just sustained a beating that they didn't have to let him take. Um, Caleb Plant dominated, barely got touched, won all twelve rounds on all three cards, and I liken the fight to the fight we just seen with uh, Devin Haney and uh, Uriokis Gamboa, where you had a lot of people like, "Oh, you didn't knock him out, didn't?" I'm like, "Okay, now let's go from there." But in a lot of in the book of a lot of people, it seems if you don't get a knockout, you suck. Even if you don't get touched and beat the dog shit out of a guy, so it's 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 like stunning to me. It's hard for me to put it into words that type of sentiment. But for some people, Willis puts it on the um, pedestal of it being a showcase, and that's why he should have gotten the knockout. I can I get it. Whatever. However, everybody got different math. To what, how they want to deduce this thing But for me And uh, I think out of a fundamental line Dominated dominated A guy for 12 straight rounds With one hand Didn't get touched And then we segue that into the potentials Of David Benavidez or Canelo Alvarez Look I don't know Or even think Caleb Plant Could beat either But I will tell you this He's going to be game as shit for either um, And I think he's going to Canelo's going to get punched in his fucking mouth by a young man and for the first time in a long fucking time. Canelo ain't fought nobody under 35. Shit, I nobody we worried about, okay? So, but he will get punched in his fucking mouth if he fights Caleb Plant. And um, Caleb's Plant jab was amazing, and it had thud on it. I mean, he broke a guy face up pretty damn good, you know, and... uh. Yeah, man, so I, I was impressed. I gave it a B-plus grade uh, just for the fact that he didn't get the knockout. But as far as all the, the attributes of what you want to see out of B a plus. fighter, I thought, oh, absolutely. Why wouldn't you for somebody who dominates 12 rounds straight? That don't make no sense. You gave him an F-minus for dominating 12 rounds. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you're a real hater. <laughs> F-minus. <laughs> okay. I'm the one who's considered the Caleb Plant hater around here. Might as well get the nigga E or some shit. But um, hey, no man, I, hey, I we got that upside down over there in Texas, JP. The White King, man, is it just because he's a White King and niggas and niggas is intimidated by his haircut, his broad, and he got more swag than a lot of niggas. 
That's all it is. White King Caleb Plant. <laughs> Oh shit! I love this place. Coon train is coming. Coon train is coming. What about black on black crime? Yeah, it's AP asking about black on black crime. All white women, come on. Oh man, we had that boy. We had Simon. I think he jumped off on us. We got a we got a caller from five one six. And we got the infamous 843 on the line, too, man. So, who you want to go to, uh, right. RC? Well, Let's take it to, what is it, 516, you said? Yeah, 516. Then we'll take it to, to the infamous 843 we'll first. Get, so, we'll yeah. Let's take that call real quick. Call it from the 516. Where are you from? What's on your mind, man? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, this is Jesse Reakin, uh New York, bro. How are you guys Jesse doing? Uh, yes, sir. Jesse Rican, uh, OTD, what's good in the hood? Long time no see it. And uh, I was the uh, Puerto Rican that followed up your your footsteps over at OTG. This is my first time being acquainted to you. How's it going, man? Oh, thank, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, I I couldn't I I couldn't uh, agree more with what you were saying about Kalo Plant fight last night. Uh, domination um, from for, like from first to twelfth round. Uh, I I agree with your grade a hundred percent of B plus uh, because I would have preferred to knock out myself, uh, but <laughs> I, I think I think I think Caleb is you know he's something special you know so yeah uh, and people people has been saying that he's been he's going to be something special for a while and uh, um, yesterday I was thinking like even before going into the fight. I thought Trouts was going to be a live underdog, and, and uh, you know he handled that pretty easily. So and and Trouts is no joke. So True. yeah, I I agree a thousand percent with what you were saying. Okay, so um, with this performance yesterday, I'm not like Willa going to give him an F for domination, but I definitely see that like he had a a B to B plus level performance. I mean, hey, like I said, you win the game, walk out with a clear head. And a fast stack of cash, and that's exactly what he did yesterday. So, um, so we ahead, we man. we all understand that this was on Fox Prime Time, right? This wasn't no Fox uh, Sports One fight. Fox Sports One, yeah. I'll give him a B minus for not dropping somebody who's been dropped before. But when you're on when you're on live television at eight o'clock, uh, well, no, it was at, at, at prime time on a Saturday night on Fox, millions of people watching. And you're dancing around, peppering some guy that needs to go to sleep. F minus. Get him out of here. We don't want to see that nonsense. His <laughs> hand was that, hurt. That, that, that's pretty funny. No, but but the thing is, like Trox is, he's not no joke. Is the whole thing, you know? So for for even for even a dominating performance, you know, I I get what you're saying because as a gambler. You know, I don't think the odds would have even been there for for Plant to win. I think that would have been too high, and I probably would have bet the under. So, um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Maybe, maybe Plant should have got rid of him earlier, but still, like 120 to 108 on on three scorecards is impressive. 
guys are ridiculous, dude. I don't know what how much more you want somebody to dominate someone. And, like, it's very similar to the Gamboa-Devin Haney fight, where Devin Haney caught a lot of flack. Oh, he should have got rid of him. He was old. And we're, we're talking about a game-old, savvy, experienced Gamboa. You just don't – not everyone gets rid of him. And Caleb Truax, not a Gamboa. But again, dude, yes, we still remember him for pulling a rabbit out the hat versus James DeGale. And maybe that was a one-off right. for him. But we've seen Caleb Plant. I mean, we've seen Caleb Truax in some, some shootouts. And he's always been able to come in and um, give a guy who's supposed to be the, a big-time favorite a hard-ass fight. And um, Caleb Plant just dominated him, man. Just, I mean, it, was, right. it should have been called in the seventh round. True has yeah. been slept by the top guys. When he faces the top guys, he goes to sleep. Except for James DeGale, who who isn't really a top guy. Daniel Jacobs, slept him. Uh, who else did he get slept by? He got slept by somebody else, another top guy. When he faces the top guy, he goes to sleep. Caleb Plant's supposed to be the well, top I think, guy. I think, I think him versus Paul mm-hmm. Woolley. Th- was it Paul Williams? Uh, not Paul Williams. Um, was it? Kid Chocolate. There was a fight that he had recently. Yeah. That, that he, he was a against, Yeah, he fought. Yeah, he fought against uh, Peter Quillen. It was a no. Peter Quillen, yeah, and it was, was a no a, no decision. Yeah. 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 And Peter and Quillen even in that, Peter. the first couple of rounds, he was giving Peter Quillen trouble. You know. Yeah, Peter Quillen. I, I think it only lasted two rounds, but Caleb was. I think I think in the first round, Caleb was giving him trouble, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, and let, let, let's be honest, though, guys. Look at the cross let's be honest. Caleb, Plant is, Caleb Plant is in. Look, he's a white man, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but ain't no yeah, way we know, you know galvanizing behind him because his swag is, for lack of a better word, too black, right? And then he kind of carries himself. He gives you the uh, a black vibe or something, and his woman is black or whatever, or mixed or whatever. So he's not getting that push that you want from your great white hope. Then you're getting a lot of resistance from the brothers, uh, the Mexican, the Latino. He ain't getting the push. He was on, he was on Fox fighting the bum. You ain't getting the I'm, push. I'm he had a showcase about... fight on Fox. That's a push. I mean, it's true. I, I mean, you could say that, but I'm just saying from the fan base. I'm not saying from the network. You know what I mean? I'm saying from the fan bases. And I just see a lot of reluctance towards getting behind Caleb Plant. And I don't know what fan base is exactly going to do it because it feel like the brothers, they kind of like, ah, you know. They, and then the Latino community and the Hispanics, they like whatever with them. And the white people ain't <laughs> not only. So it's just like, damn, where's Caleb going to get the love from? So he's just going to have to fight. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with you on that one. I mean, you know, every friend that I spoke to, like from Filipino to black to Spanish, I've always told me, "Yo, Caleb Plant is nice." So I don't, I don't know if I. I mean, I get yeah, your I point, but nice. I guess I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's that serious. Which I, you know, I think. I, I I think more so people are just excited to see a new and up-and-comer boxing, you know. Okay, so um, with the performance yesterday, he's definitely a unicorn. Being white and slick, oh, he's a unicorn as hell, you know what I mean? The unicorn. White and, 
Oh, absolutely. Well, no pun intended, right? No, no, but, no. Uh, but what I mean is uh, that you say he's not getting the support he is. Uh, mm-hmm. I disagree with that. Like, uh, like I said, you know, from like from my Filipino friends to to, to the black friends to Spanish friends, I, you know, I, I, I've always heard like a universal, yeah, Caleb Plant is dope, bro. You know, so okay, good. I'm happy I, to hear that. I'm happy to hear. We know you happy. You're you're happy. And, and then Willow, you hear Willow over here. Willow gave him a hey. F minus. <laughs> I was down with Caleb playing. I was down with Caleb playing until he showcased that. He showed me the F minus. So I saw lost just a little bit. You know, I want to. He's got to. He's got to show me a little more, man. He's got a lot to prove to me. Well, there, there, he ain't be nobody. There, there's one. There's one video where I was a little upset with Caleb Plant. Um, I don't know if you guys seen it, and it's it's like a couple years old. It's on YouTube, and James Tony's giving him advice. And like he's looking at the cell phone the whole time James Tony was giving him advice, and I found that to be a little disrespectful. I don't I don't know if you guys remember which video I'm talking about. It's on YouTube though. Yeah, he's looking at a looking at James Tony like, you know, old man, you ain't giving me no advice because I don't already know because we all know that Taylor Plant's nice and when you talk about the fan base of what they think about Taylor Plant, we all know in the boxing community he has one of the most sympathetic. Uh, stories in all sports. So you want to root for the guy when you know his backstory and everything the man's been through. But, Jesse Rick and I ask you, as we talked about moving forward, yes, he looked nice and he got a passing grade from most of us in the boxing community. But moving forward, do we want to see him elevated into a fight with a guy like Canelo Alvarez right now? Do you think that's like something that's on the table? Uh, I th- I think it's a little too early for him to face Canelo. Uh, so, I mean, the fight will be a great fight. I think I think he just needs a more a couple more fights under his belt before the Canelo. What What do you no think? No matter what JP says, no matter what JP says, that wig ain't that good, man. Get him out of here. He ain't ready for no Canelo. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. Hey, let's take it to the eight four three and see what he got to say. Let's hear some different. No, I said, I said, I said, I said, give him, give him a few more years, and I, and I think he'll be ready for Canelo. He's not ready for Canelo okay. right now. No. And wait till Canelo's forty. <laughs> oh, he can't. Okay. He'll probably get shot right, hey, by Ryan Garcia. Eight four three. Well, let's swing it over to the truck and see what's good with with my man D. It's been a while. I'm sure he checked the fight out yesterday, and I'm curious to. To, to hear what he has to say about Caleb Plant. Right up D's alley right here, Caleb Plant. I know, right? Hey, D, what's good, man? D from the 843, the Chuck is in the building. Can you hear me, man? Are you what's with good, us good, right good, now? What's good, fellas? All right, yeah. Hey, Willow, man, give the, man, give the uh, white brother some love, man. Come on, man. God damn. What about what? what, I, used what, to, what, what I used to give him love. Huh? show it. So you watch the showcase hey, listen, of Fox, man. you think that, that was yeah. a good fight? If that was Floyd, he would be I mean, getting killed today. Oh, look at that. Get him out of here. Stinking okay, up. He was in, listen, he was, in there, he was in there with a game dude, man. Dude, I've been around the block a few times. So I knew it wasn't going to be no beat down like that. Huh? He's been beat down before. We've seen yeah. Caleb Truex get get the brakes beat off of him more than once. This ain't nothing new. I'm trying to keep a white man down. Hey, listen, yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> he looked good. He looked good to me. 
You know, he looked good to me. Is he ready for Canelo? I say at least another two more fights. One, uh, two more fights. He'll be ready for Canelo. By that time, hey, y'all count now Billy Joe. Billy Joe might shock the fucking world. It depends what Billy Joe we get. You know, it depends what Billy Joe we get. Billy Joe might shock. I don't see it happening because I think he probably just get in the bag and he'll probably ride off in the sunset probably or, or something like that. But we don't well, we don't know what Billy a, Billy Joe come like we don't see Billy Joe fought uh, what the brother name was uh, some years back uh, the son the son Junior Junior uh, Eubank 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 Junior uh, if that if that Billy Joe show up Watch. he could beat Canelo. What are we talking yeah, about Eubank Eubank Junior that kid I mean talk about fool's gold if anybody believes in that bullshit. Hey man, he's with Roy. He's with Roy right now. So hey, he looked good in that last fight. Didn't go long, but you know. Hey, what do you give? What do you give Caleb Plant's performance yesterday as far as the letter grade goes, D? Uh, probably I give him. You know, I give him a, probably a B minus, C plus, in between that right there. Oh, okay. Right, see, he's, he's, he's actually being fair over here because Will is saying F minus me and JP and Jesse Rick are on the B, B plus level around <laughs> Hey, there. like I said, if this was on uh, Fox Sports, Fox Sports, I would give him, I give him a, 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 a B minus. I'll give him the same grade D gave if this was on Fox Sports, but this was on Fox. This is prime time. You got you to gotta step it up. It's a little harder grade. If this was pay-per-view, I would have gave him an F minus minus. All right, so I'm the following. Uh, oh, I'm the following Caleb Plant too often, uh, too much. What? When? When last time he fought? When the last time he fought? Let me check. It's it been out. a while, so, right? He, not not that long. Man, with all this pandemic shit, cats ain't cats can't train like they, you know, what I'm saying, used to, man. So. I give him a pass, you know what I'm saying? I give anybody that's uh, a fighter, you know, training through this uh, shit right here, man. Uh, a lot of fighters yeah, can't the, train like the last to time, train. The last time he fought was Vincent for Ginza's boot nobody cares about in uh, February 15, 2020. So it's been a while, man, you know. So it's been, been a, a little while. minute. So you got to give him a little pass, you know. Who do you win the belt off of? I want, Nobody. I want to see him fight more, man. I want to see him fight again uh, real soon. Hmm? I'm trying to – Jake, uh, RC's got the box record. I'm trying to see who he won the belt off of. Uh, I can't remember that either. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was a picked up off of vacancy or whatnot, but I think that might have been the case because the, the division has been shaking up a little bit crazy. But, hey, it, it's been a while. And some guys who are coming out fighting, we've seen the same thing happen with uh, Jose Ramirez when you're fighting in this new era of a pandemic with no fans and shit. Guys are looking different. They're not looking as explosive as they once were um, pre-pandemic. So that might be a case to a certain extent. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, hey, Will is giving them an F minus around the B range. Yes, sir. Now, see, hey, everybody talking about, oh, Canelo, 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 Canelo. I think he's still on that shit. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, standing up in when last time you see Canelo standing up in between rounds, I ain't never see that fucker do that shit right there. He's still on that shit. Uh, but you know he's the top dog, and they they they, they, they could do whatever they got to do to 
to hide all that right there, I'm sure. Have y'all ever seen Canelo stand up in between rounds like he did last time? Come on, man. Canelo's in his prime, man. What are we talking about here? You know, Canelo's you know, getting hey, better and better. I hate Canelo. I hate Canelo. Y'all notice. He's at the top of the list. It's him. It's Fury. Then it's Garcia. Garcia done cracked that top three in my in my I can't stand all three of them fuckers now. So but yeah, Canelo mm-hmm. always been at the top of the list. He's a cheater. Always a be a cheater to me. Uh <laughs> yeah, he gets no props from me. Fuck Canelo. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. Well preach, well, we'll, brother, we'll, we'll, preach. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure we'll swing it back uh, swing back around to it, but um let's take it to the next subject real quick, guys, because there's some Silly business going on over with the um, over with the WBA Super Welterweight Champion Manny Pacquiao considered the champion at recess, quote unquote. And then you got Ugas moving up to being the regular champion. And now, ever since that had happened, this is a couple of days, probably two days ago, something around there. So, whatever that means, champion at recess, it's almost as much. It's almost like similar to a franchise championship and something like that. So I guess they're just giving the old man a. Um, they're just giving him a bone, you know, until Pacquiao's ready to fight. There's been rumors and speculations that he's going to fight Ryan Garcia, which makes zero sense to me. But if it happens, I'm all for it because sleep time for Ryan Garcia. But anyways, um, so Earl Spence came out, and he had something to say um, as soon as the move was made from Manny Pacquiao being considered the uh, champion at recess and whatever, whatever. Um, you know, Earl Spence comes out and says, all you needed was something I want. Hashtag strap season. And Ugas had replied to him saying, I have it. We're going to do it for all three online championships. Straight up. That's strange. He wrote that. Let's give the fans the, uh, let's give the fans a great fight. I'm ready for fire emojis. Okay. So, the real champion, Manny Pacquiao, he's gone off to the old folks home for a little bit or something. I don't know. But uh, Earl Spence is all in already to try to make this fight happen. It's you know, Ugas is a tough a tough fight for anybody. High risk, low reward. He doesn't have the greatest style. Um, still from that Cuban boxing school where it's hard to hit and it's hard to stack up points against a guy who's gonna continuously stack points himself. However, Earl Spence seems very interested in making this fight happen. You know, just going off the eye test what we see over here on Twitter. And as soon as he's talking about strap season, he's feeling good. He's feeling back to himself after the win over Danny Garcia. So if that fight does happen, I'm sure we'd all be interested in it. Um, but there's some people out there who are considering Earl Spence's um, pouncing on the opportunity so sudden that is that considered a Crawford duck? And what do you make of all of this champion at recess and what's going to happen with the new champion crown, Udonis Ugas, and going against Earl Spence? Willa, I'll start off with you. Well, first of all, let's give Ugas some credit. Um, it wouldn't be uh, high risk, low reward because that's a champion, you know. So that that's high risk, high reward. You get to unify some belts, so the reward is high there. That's why he's willing to take this chance. If he didn't have any belts, then there'll be low reward. Uh, second of all, I guess um, he's the. I think Ugas was the regular champion. Now he's the um, super champion, correct? Is that how it goes? Yeah, because he was yeah, he yeah. won the belt. Yeah, he's the super, 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 super,
So, you know, that's a good fight. I want to see, you know, we know Ugas is better than Danny Garcia. Uh, we know Ugas is, um, you know, he gave Porter the fight of his life. Almost as he tough won a fight, fight for Porter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, some people say he won. I think Porter pulled it off, but it was close, just like the Porter-Spence fight was close. Uh, Ugas wasn't in there against Porter. He w- wasn't in there really dancing, doing the Cuban style. If I remember it right, he was in there getting to work. I mean, and you got to get to work, yeah, he get to work against Porter because he's, he's coming at you like that. So, you know, that's a, that's a fight that I would, I would love to see. We'll see exactly where Spence is at because when you're fighting a guy like Danny Garcia, who's a, you know, who's a B, a, a, he, you know, he's a B-plus fighter at, at best, you know, we can't see if you're really back. Fighting Ugas, we'll get to see if he's really back, if he's ready for guys like Crawford. Is this a Crawford duck? No. I never say anything is a duck when there's belts on the line. If you get in the belt and you're fighting a champion, it's not a duck. And, I, um, you know, and I'm going to study everybody's answer carefully, carefully when, when they answer this question, you know, especially guys like J.P., I'm going to listen to exactly what he says about this, and then I'm going to revert it back to some stuff that he said about another fighter, which I know he's going to contradict himself very, very soon. But when it comes to that fight, I want to see it happen. Uh, Manny Pacquiao versus Ryan Garcia makes perfect sense. You know, it's time for Ryan Garcia to make that jump, and who else to knock out than Manny Pacquiao, you know? Manny Pacquiao likes to jump in, you know, (laughs) Ryan Garcia is the counter king. That's one of the best counters in in the game. You know that counter left hook ain't gonna really be the best, but we all we know that right hand is coming, just like Marquez uh, did that boy. So you know I'm looking forward to that. I'm ready for Ryan Garcia to go ahead and make his way to be the top. Well, he'll still be number two under Canelo, but make his way to the top of the food chain over guys like Devin Haney, <laughs> the clout chaser. And, and Tank Davis, you know. Remember, Ryan Garcia was going to fight Tank Davis, but he said he had bigger fish to fry. And who's the biggest fish in, uh, fish to fry in the game right now? And that's Manny Pacquiao, um, especially in his weight class. So, hey, I like what I'm hearing. Earl Spence, I love the energy that he's giving these guys out here. He wants to fight everybody. Seems like seems like he's 100% back. Uh, like I said, when you're fighting guys like Danny Garcia, we can't tell if he was 100% back, back because Danny Garcia, like I said again, even though RC's guy, he ain't really he ain't really what he was anymore. You know, ever since he got the uh, the fake teeth, he ain't been the same. So, um, you know, looking forward to this, man. Hopefully that these guys fight. Ugas is tough, tough, tough. And, uh, yeah, still, I still would pick Spence to win. But if Spence is off for any, he might go to sleep, man. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Definitely. And shout-out to Manny Pacquiao. He's done what he he's done enough to do what the hell he wants to do. He wants to go chill for a little bit and make it mandatory. So if a guy like Ugas wins, he can pop right back up and fight Ugas uh, for, for them belts. Manny Pacquiao's done, done all he has for the sport. He can do what the hell he wants. Yeah, no, definitely. All right, I'm swinging with JP, then Jesse Regan and, and Dean talk on this one. But JP, I feel like we're in the twilight zone with some of the stuff Will is saying. We got Ryan Garcia, like, right behind Tyson Fury and Canelo Alvarez. But did someone forget about what Tiafimo Lopez did just recently? Or that's just me. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. JP. That's, that's the, the era, that's the era hey. we in, man. That's the, we in this 
real casual area era. You know, we we, uh, we have this onslaught of YouTubers becoming meaningful. Um, you're, the amount of followers you have is now something that we add into the equation, which I don't right. ever think trans- translates into anything that has to do with boxing. That's still yet to be proven. However, if we have guys like Willa putting Ryan Garcia up on a pedestal. Now, one thing I do agree with Willa said, and, and the only thing, that I agree with um, is that Manny Pacquiao has done enough to earn exhibition fights. Now, and, and that's another thing we got to talk about is that is that the Ryan Garcia Manny Pacquiao fight is rumored to be an exhibition. So what does that mean? And Ryan Garcia came no, out kidding. with a tweet and Ryan Garcia said in a tweet, um, you know, it's not an exhibition because our records will be on the line. You know, so Ryan Garcia will be jumping, what, two, three weight divisions to fight Manny Pacquiao if they fight at 47 or maybe some catch weight. I, I'm I not guess doing it. I'd because... imagine they'd have a catch weight at 140 or somewhere around there. Like, yeah. I don't know. But it's, it's, it's laughable. It's not competitive. I mean, if Manny, Luke Campbell dropped Ryan Garcia, and Luke Campbell was so basic. I'm talking about the most basic one-two punching guy. That you the whole seen. fight. Hurt. The whole Except fight. Just telegraphing up. the one-two. Um, and yep. just imagine what Manny Pacquiao would do to this kid. But he's a kid. And the second thing is, Ryan Garcia, yes, Manny, Gar- uh, Manny Pacquiao has reserved the right to fight exhibitions. But Ryan Garcia has not earned anything. Who has he beat? Why do we let hey, him hey, get hey, his hey, hey. bag? Why should he get this bag? Why? Because he's good looking? Because he punches really fast in his fucking garage? Why? (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's no reason for nothing with this guy. He has a mandatory with Devin Haney. He can fight for his mandatory is for Devin's belt, the WBC belt. He don't want it. Who don't take their mandatory at the WC shot? He don't want that. He got Tank if he want him. Man, you think they finna let that boy fight Tank? Tank will Santa Cruz that boy, and all this shit will be over. So, the, of course, for them, the best thing to do is a sidestep that doesn't count and not against any of your contemporaries. You fight the old legend, yeah, we put you on a stage with this guy, and we act like you deserve to be there. And we propel your, your status, your cachet. But from nothing, though, you know, so it'd be a favor if Manny Pacquiao would do that for him, because what's going to be left is an obvious duck of either Haney or Davis, who he can have both. Both are begging him for fights, and he ain't going to fight either of them. Who's he getting the most money from? Of course he would get the most money from Manny Pacquiao. So what are we talking We're about talking here? So what are we talking about here? We're talking about boxing. We're talking we, about this two is active fighters. America. Look, we're talking about two active fighters. <laughs> active. <laughs> we ain't even in we, America. We, Manny is the champion. We're, 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 we're Manny was a politician. the champion. Manny just did a sleeping, but just dropped Thurman. Come on, dog. <laughs> Let's get it to me. Come on. That's why Manny needs to be fighting contemporaries. Not this fucking kid who's done nothing. 
Manny Pacquiao just beat Keith Thurman. We now we talking about yeah. going down to fight a dude at one thirty that has done that's supposed to have has eight million followers on Instagram is his greatest claim to fame. Woo. I, I mean, dude, beating up a guy that beating up sleeping a guy that couldn't be slept. I mean, Ooh. it's funny when Caleb when when Truex when Truex uh, when Truex goes twelve rounds with with uh, Caleb Plant, your uh, your your white savior. All of a sudden, you know, it is what it is. But when Ryan Garcia drops Luke Campbell, who hadn't been dropped, who, who Wait, hadn't been Lomachenko dropped, just it's, it's beat nothing. the shit out of him. No, Lomachenko didn't beat the shit out of Luke Campbell. Lomachenko didn't beat the shit out of him and said that was his toughest fight until he got worked by Tiafimo. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's keep it real here. Oh, Let's keep it real. real. Ryan Garcia is that guy. Ain't nothing real about why? him. Why? Come on, man. Why is he that guy? Why? Man? Why? Tell us why. Because he, because other than Tiafimo Lopez, <laughs> out of all those other guys, he's beat credible opponents. Last who? fight, he beat a credible opponent. And who Campbell, else? A guy who's fought. Who else? That's it. Who's Devin Haney beat? Devin Haney's beat nobody that's credible. Man. Get out of here. Anyway, Ted Davis nobody, beat nobody that's credible. Nobody. Okay. Nobody. Okay. Tank Davis beat Pedraza, who's a, who's still credible uh, who? to this day. And, and, and Jose who? Pedraza. Pedraza. You don't know who that is? That, 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 he's that, casual, that, man. He's, he's credible? Pedraza was going on to win big fights after Davis. He's won big fights <laughs> after Davis. So, so man, it was anyway. Man, go yeah, do, do anyway, your homework. Do your homework. Do your homework. Do your um, Google. But yeah, it, it's all there for everybody. And and these casuals like Willa, they 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 with this that they won't they won't uh, Ryan Garcia next fight after Pacquiao to be Luke Paul or Jake Paul. That's what he gonna do next. Ooh, so it, ooh, I would love uh, to see, see that. <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> see. And this is when we gonna start having Tyson Fury versus a goddamn kangaroo for for the belt <laughs> because shit like this, <laughs> shit like this, that buff kangaroo that went viral, he finna be fighting for the WBC heavyweight belt, man. Because shit like this, and it's just a perversion. And these casuals is gonna let this happen, man. And it's just terrible, man. Ryan Garcia should be in no talks of nothing but fighting Devin Haney or. Um, Tank Davis, and it'll all be great. It'll do great numbers. Everybody make great money, and it'd be great for boxing. That's all I gotta say. Thank you. All right. Okay. All right. Let's take it to Jesse Rickon and see how he sees this one. You got a Manny Pacquiao going on vacation, and Ugas getting elevated, and then we got to take care of what looks to be some sort of unification in the oh, RC, people real quick. That a real title. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Hey, I didn't. I, I didn't get to talk about that real quick, but. Really quickly oh, yeah. about Manny, yeah, being, Manny, yeah, Manny being stripped uh, due to inactivity and not defending the belt, the WBA. But what's good about this is it gets Manny out the fucking way. Look, man, we don't. We all thought Manny would never even fight Keith Thurman, so we were surprised when that happened because them dudes is Manny's from a whole nother era. Manny's fighting so far past his expiration date right now. It's Manny should have been done seven years ago. 
You know what I mean? Manny has fought long past his expiration. He's fighting a whole new era of guys. Like he said, he laughed when they asked him about Ryan Garcia. He said he's my son's age. My son. He said it's like fighting my son. Manny's son's about 22. But the thing is, it gets Manny out the way. The, the WBA's cleared up. If we could get Ugas Spence, that's great. That's an easy fight to make. I think they'll get that fight done. That will give Errol three belts, and that will only increase the incentive of – the, the 147 welterweight division undisputed fight with Terrence, Cross, Terrence Crawford. Because if, if, if Manny's out the way for Spence, right, if Spence can't get Manny, that's, that's said and done. And then Canelo is, is, is solid at 68. That only leaves Crawford Spence. And that will make us put all the pressure on Spence to go get Crawford because now you've got three of them damn belts and there's only one more out there. And that will all leave probably the one of the biggest fights, if not the biggest fight in boxing right now, Spence and Bud Crawford. So I'm, I'm glad this has happened. Yeah. If, if, if yeah, if all goes well for Earl Spence, there's only one other way to go. So that could be true. Uh, Jesse Rick, are you still there with us, man? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Hello? No, 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 no. Right, your take on this whole deal right here. We got Manny Pacquiao at recess, and we got Ugas possibly having a unit. Yeah, yeah. The, um, so many things I heard, so many things I agree with, so many things I disagree with. Uh, why? Why would you want to take Manny Pacquiao out of out of the, the out of the equation? I mean, he just beat uh, Keith Thurman. Uh, him versus Ryan Garcia is. Mm-hmm. He's not out of the equation. Uh-huh. He's not out. He's not out the equation. They, they they have him in recess. That means that any time when no he's no ready, no. But I'm just saying the, the caller before you, the caller before you said. I mean the caller yeah, right before me. He he said, <laughs> no no. But I, I, I'm answering him. He said, get Manny Pacquiao out of the equation. Why? You know he just beat yeah. Keith Thurman. You know, yeah, I mean, Keith Thurman. Um, him versus Ryan Garcia is going to be an exhibition fight. They they both they they tweeted that that if you look up the article, it's an exhibition fight. So, you know, I think what Ryan means by saying that um, we're going to have to take a loss is meaning in the public eye, uh, because there's not going to be a judge a judge fight. It, you know, it's going to. And he can't knock them out because they're going to be wearing headgears. So it's an exhibition fight. And then uh, the other things I wanted to comment on, uh, I do think Billy Joe Saunders can be Canelo. Um, Spence versus Crawford is definitely a fight that needs to happen. But that's not going to be the biggest fight. The biggest fight is going to be uh, Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua. I think that one's bigger Uh, and heavyweight. I mean, and fight wise, but both of them are great for boxing. And um, yeah, I, I love the Spence unifying all three titles. I do think that has to happen. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm rambling here. Am I missing something? <laughs> yeah. No, it's just about the. Uh, I mean, if we get this fight happening, which first and foremost, I just want to say the exhibition shit. I blame Mike Tyson for all this bullshit, and I still think that Manny Pacquiao could knock Ryan Garcia out with headgear on, but that's another story. Um, but moving forward, if we get Ugas and Spence in a unification bout, is uh, is, I mean, is that a fight that we all want to see happen? Because there'd be only one belt left after that, 
until Manny Pacquiao decides to come back and take the stuff. I think it will be dope. I think it will be. I, I'm sorry to cut you off. I think it will be dope no, because I think I, I think it will be cool to see Spence get all those titles. I think it will be dope. I mean, there, there's no there's no doubt that we all think Spence is going to win, right? Does anybody have Ugas winning? Ugas on, a lot on the phone. He's a he's a you know he's a he's a he's a he's a house man. Uh, I think it'd be a really good fight. Oh okay, I. I I think it's an Obviously, easy win for Spence. I might be wrong Spence, though. But, no, we'd all be favoring Spence pick the fight, and in Vegas odds would definitely have Spence being a uh, pretty overwhelming favorite, just because Ugas is a little bit under the radar, you know. But uh, I think it'd be a better fight than people think. But I, I'm pretty sure we'll all be uh, leaning towards Spence to win that. Wait, who do you um who do you guys have winning Spence Crawford? You guys are right though. Spence Crawford that that's one for the making. Um. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Spence beats Bud. I don't. Same. Uh, I think Crawford is too strong, too fast. Well, maybe, maybe the same amount of speed. But uh, Spence versus Porter shows showed us that he's beatable at least, right? You guys agree? I agree with that. Oh, definitely. I never saw Crawford look beatable. You know. Uh, no, Crawford got so, dropped by crab and lobster, right? I, but did he look beatable? I, I mean, I mean, falling to the ground is one thing; looking beatable is another. You know? Did not Gennaro Hernandez make Floyd um, touch the canvas with his glove? I was, I was Jose Castillo, but yeah. No, 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 not Castillo. No, no, not Castillo. Gennaro. Her- I think the only time that Floyd got a ten count was Gennaro Hernandez. I, if I'm not mistaken, am I, no, I, think I that might was be mistaken. Uh, but yeah, I, we know what you're talking about. Um, but you know, re, like I, you know, I think I think Crawford is the obvious favorite there. Um, I think, but I disagree heavy that uh. With the last dude that said that that Manny should get out the equation, I I wouldn't mind seeing Manny versus Spence or Manny see what you guys are right. Tyson fucked everything up with the exhibition match because everybody thinks. See what people don't understand about Tyson Jones also is we wanted to see Tyson in the ring again, so we all bought the pay per view. Now Floyd thinks he could do it, which you you know with the Logan Paul Floyd did it first. Floyd did it first with Conor McGregor, which is the highest grossing fight all time. Oh, I didn't even know that fight happened. Who who won that one? <laughs> Floyd knocked him out in eleven, man. I mean, that was a huge fight. That's oh what no, no, no! You said Floyd. Oh, I thought you said Roy. Oh, you no, said yeah, Floyd. Floyd McGregor. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. But Floyd McGregor was, but that wasn't an exhibition, though. It should have been an exhibition. That was a what real the hell fight. Was it? Oh, really? It was so a professional fight. Yeah, that was a real oh, fight. Oh, yeah, they, they had. Was not a, yeah, they. they that's a real McGregor fight. A like no record. Okay, yeah. Okay, I remember that. The yeah, they gave him an zero and one record. Exhibition means pension not the cover. Exhibition means the, the that you have to put. I thought, yeah, Floyd versus Japanese. Exactly. 
I thought I thought you said Roy versus McGregor. I'm like, who won that one? No, uh, exhibition means though that you wear headgear. Also, uh, I not think the rounds are cut. Not necessarily though, because Tyson and Roy didn't have on headgear. Uh, Floyd and Pinchin Nasukawa didn't have on headgear. Those are exhibitions. I think it's just not judged. Yeah. It's not judged, and I think they cut it down to two minutes. And I think you're not supposed to go for a knockout. If I'm not mistaken, those are the rules of the exhibition. Yeah, allegedly, yeah. So, uh, Nate, Nate Robinson might have something to say about that. Well, Nate wasn't, Nate, the whole card wasn't an exhibition. Only, only Tyson versus Roy Jones was an exhibition. Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson was an actual boxing match. You get what I'm saying? So, Nate yeah, yeah, has yeah. a record there. Yeah. Uh, so, but I agree with you guys that Tyson created this whole exhibition thing that everybody thinks they're going to make money off of it. And then, you know, Floyd, Floyd versus Logan Paul, which I actually bought, and I now I have to wait for the postponement, only because my son loves Logan Paul. And my son doesn't watch boxing. He's just like, oh, Logan Paul is a YouTuber. He could be Floyd. I'm like, no, he can't. But I got the, but I ordered the fight for him. <laughs> That's funny. And then, uh, <laughs> so I ordered the fight for him, you know. And then uh, even that got postponed because of lack of interest. Uh, and then, you know, even if this Manny Pacquiao versus Ryan Garcia happens as an exhibition, I'm really not interested in seeing that, you know. I you know I wanna I wanna see boxing. Yeah, yeah who gives a shit about that fight? <laughs> you know, especially if it's exhibition. Casual ass woman. Casual. <laughs> hey, you guys are so funny with casual ass. That don't make no sense. So I could imagine, like, I could imagine, man, like, I mean, shit. Dudes are gonna. Like, I guess it's just the era we're in. That's, I guess I could just. Uh, that's the only thing I could bring it down to. Like JC said, this is just the era we're in right now. You you know what fight I do want to see? I I don't think it happened yet. Me and Saint John is supposed to um face Chrissy Martin again for charity. I, I'm I'm a little interested in that. Okay. I think it would right. be a hey, cool nostalgic. Let's, 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 uh, let's swing it to Deep Nate for three real quick, see how he feels about this one, because A, B. Um, hey, you know, it is what it is. Exhibitions are taking over. But um, what do you feel like about the uh, possible fight between Earl Spence and Udonis Ugas in a unification bout at the welterweight division? Super welterweight at that. No, it's welterweight. He's a super champion. Not the regular champion. Okay, okay. Right. These probably he play, who knows what these doing. He probably playing. He probably he's lotioning up. He's at work lotioning up right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. Well, fuck all that, man. Let's get to let's swing it around here and uh, take it to a different subject real quick, man, because it is officially Super Bowl weekend starting today, and um, you know. We got the juggernaut Kansas City Chiefs who will his favorite quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, who seems like he can't be stopped in these moments. Going against mine and JP's guy, Tom Brady. The true number 12, not that other guy that hangs out in Wisconsin or wherever and always likes to fold up like a lawn chair. Um, but, hey, 
we got the Super Bowl coming up, and I'd like to get a quick preview in this on the back half of our show and see what everybody's got and how they're feeling about this one moving forward. Probably one of the most anticipated Super Bowls in a long time just because of the fact that it's Tom Brady and his goatness against Patrick Mahomes is just he's on another level right now. <laughs> I know he hadn't had the same year as his MVP season two seasons ago, and but whatever. It just seems like he's casually just dominating the league. Um and nothing seems to be changing. But uh, coming up, we got Super Bowl weekend in Tampa Bay, home Super Bowl for the Buccaneers. It's going to be 30000 in for attendance. and might be up uh, from that. Might be counting two for one or something like that, you know, as far as attendance goes. But uh, nonetheless, we've got the Bucks and the Chiefs getting ready to take care of business. Well, how are you feeling about this one, man? It was been a it was a wild ride for the Bucks at the second half of that game against the Packers, but they came through, and then the Chiefs they just played with their food against the Buffalo Bills. Um, what's your early take on how this game's gonna go out, my man? Guess you was going to me. I had to pop out real quick. Early take on the game. I have no early take right now. We got two of the, you know, two quarterbacks that I hate with the passion. We got Tom Brady, who looked who looked great in the first half, and then in the second half of the last game looked like washed old clothes. You know what I'm saying? JP's guy. JP's gonna owe me a hundred bucks real soon once these MVP votes come out, and he's nowhere to be seen in the top five. <laughs> we're still waiting for the votes. We're still waiting for the votes. Yeah, we're in. still waiting for the votes. We're so waiting for funny, votes man. for some reason. Even though, uh, even yeah, though we yeah, got so on Trump right now, JP. <laughs> we we'll I mean, yeah, that it, money. I mean, we gonna see when these votes come out, dog. We gonna see what happens because you know you got you got a guy that rushed for two thousand. Hey, hey, Will Smith with Alvin Kamara. You got Roger, Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, Kamara is Kamara is ahead of Tom Brady and Henry. I mean, I'm just going by what oh, a yeah, voter put yeah. out there. I mean, I'm just going by what guys that actually vote, not guys that are, you know, casual yeah. NFL fans though, that don't know don't, uh-huh. don't know too much about uh, football. But, you know, then you got Mahomes, who some might say is the best quarterback to ever play the game somehow. You got two guys that, that you know, with, you like with all hate, with all hate put – no, no, I don't really like Mahomes at all. But with all hate put aside, these are two of the best quarterbacks we've seen in a long time. And I think it's going to be, we're going to see how washed old, old uh, Tom Brady is. If Tom Brady isn't washed, we're going to have a hell of a game. If not, it's going to be tough for him, man. Mahomes has known the last Super Bowl. Well, I say known to, he only played one Super Bowl. Last Super Bowl, he was stinking it up, got lucky at the end of the game. Um, And Tom Brady is, is a guy who gets lucky all the time, man. So we're going to see, we're going to see who, who, who the coin flips for. And I think we're gonna have a pretty good game, man. I'm I'm sort of excited to see what these guys got. Uh, I was excited to see Brady against um, Aaron Rodgers. They both stunk it up, but we'll see what Brady's got, man. So right now, I'm probably gonna go with Chiefs. Mahomes is, you know, half African American, so we're gonna, you know, I have a thing for black quarterbacks when it comes to that. So you know, right now I'm going for him. Tom Brady, I want to see actually lose because of JP, so I can get that hundred dollars and. He can go down in shame like uh, Samuel did on Django Unchained, holding uh, Tom Brady as he died on the field. So that's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
JP, Willie well, uh, well, is over here saying people don't know a whole lot about football. Now, here's a did you know, folks. Willie used to play quarterback back in his day. Yeah. He played some football. JP, do you want to tell people Willie's passing stats that he had in his senior season? Oh, man. What, what, what was his senior season? <laughs> Eight touchdown <laughs> passes, 30, 32 picks. <laughs> <laughs> and the completion percentage of 37%. Hey, you one of those guys, a black quarterback. A black quarterback, don't have, uh, he's not smart enough to play quarterback. Dog. I understand oh how it goes. So, I feel you, you know, they said on Willis' report, they said he was an athlete, but had problems reading defense. <laughs> oh, very Cordell Stewart. Like. But, um, Cordell oh, man, but, uh, didn't he? Did he? I don't know, man. He was terrible. But um, he did. Look, man. Uh, look, Tom. I think you know the NFL. This is all stories, guys. And I don't mean to dive too deep. Everybody knows I'm deep conspiracy man. And um, but this is a story. You know, look at it. It's the young versus the old. Are they going to pass the guard? I don't know. That's the question. But this is a story. Um. And, you know, Tom Terrific, Tom America, 9-11, the Patriots won, didn't they? Uh, uh, you know, it, it's all a story, and Tom is Captain America. And, and then the storyline, which I've been telling you guys about all season, has been Florida versus Los Angeles. I mean, Florida, the Tampa Bay Lightning won the NHL. The fucking uh, the Dodgers versus Tampa Bay in, in, the, in the freaking um, – MLB championship, then the Lakers versus the Heat in the NBA. And then here we go. We didn't get, you know, I thought it was going to be the Rams and the Bucks, in the, just in the NS Bucks nonetheless, man. And, um, you know, I, I don't know right now. I'm, I'm leaning definitely towards KC because, you know, from what I've seen, that secondary in the Bucks can, is, is not very good. But their front seven is pretty good with, with White and those dudes up front. And that Especially that Carlton and Dom- Davis. Yeah, and, uh, and Dominican Sue up there. The, the front seven's good. But that back that back four or whatever, back five, man, they, they are not good. And I can see yep. Tyree and, and Kelsey running wild. I'm talking about running wild. So um, right now I'm definitely leaning KC. But I would not be surprised if uh, if it's Tom's turn. And, you know, we can always go back to Mahomes next year because we can run this back right again next year and have the same storyline because Mahomes is young and he has plenty of time to do this. But um, if I'm writing a story, which they are writing a story, I'll probably give it to Tom, you know, right now and say, okay, you know, the Belichick storyline that comes into play and Tom was able to do it somewhere else it really solidifies his GOAT status. There's a whole lot of story that'll go into a, into a Bucks win here. But, um, you know, right now I'm leaning Casey. If I'm keeping it on the field without conspiracy, I just can't see none of them dudes. They're, they're back seven. They're back four or five. is not very good. The secondary's not very good. And Tyreek is the fastest guy in the NFL, and they have great scheme. And they can run the ball also. So, you know, I'm going Casey. Uh this is Jesse Reeking. Can I can I say something on this? Go for it. Go for it. Uh, you know, some somebody told me something. You know, we're seeing Brady versus Mahomes, which is probably the greatest matchup of all it's it's like seeing LeBron versus Michael Jordan. We're getting to see this matchup, which is a great yeah. Super Bowl. Uh and then 
Mahomes is crazy, but as a gambler, I've there's one rule in football: never bet against Brady. Doesn't mean bet against him all the time, but never bet against him. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're talking about somebody who came but back from the twenty-eight. Well, yeah, uh, I think Kansas City's plus three, but, but I mean, even that, yeah. I would, I don't. This one is a coin toss for me. Um, I am going to go for the Buccaneers. We've seen them down 28-0. 28-0, I believe it was. And they came back for the overtime and won. Oh, like five, six years ago. Brady. Not not the Buccaneers, Brady. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 28-3. Oh, 28-3. Okay, I'm sorry. And then he came back, and then he tied the game, and then they actually... So, I, you know, this is like the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, you know. Uh, and and then you got Gronkowski in there, and, you know, they, they've won a lot more significantly regular games than the Chiefs have. Chiefs Chiefs pulled out some close ones. Chiefs didn't cover spread in, like, six weeks, which, I mean, I don't know if that means anything, but, like, they, they didn't win by the points they were supposed to. And then Buccaneers were, were winning like forty to forty nothing. I think it was the, against the football team was on the um, Christmas weekend. Uh, and then you know, so you know, I gotta give experience over here. And then I know, I know Mahomes has experience, especially last year. But you know, Brady's this is his tenth time to the game. Uh, I never seen a quarterback so comfortably. Even like last week, when he when he scored the touchdown with one minute left, it's like who 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 does that? Who does that? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I'm going for the Buccaneers here. Yeah, I, I think uh, a lot of us are on that boat because we're tired of seeing Kansas City play around with everybody in the league. But hey, man. I got something to get to right now, fellas, so we're going to have to end this one. Jesse Rick, and I want to thank you for coming on, man. Like I said, I heard about you from a while back, and it's a pleasure to get to uh, get acquainted and all that good stuff. Um, Willa, JP, D from the 843, good hearing from all you guys. Man. Hey, we're we rocking back, and, uh, and we're coming back. So um, expect it to be coming around more expectedly. We might have some rebranding announced coming soon, but one thing for certain the outsiders are going to be here giving content involved with boxing and all other sports, and that's just going to be a fact. So until the next time, folks, probably the middle of this week, we'll be back. Thank you all for joining us. Outsiders Boxing Podcast, we out of here. Mom, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.